Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our study of Esther with Solon chapter 2, looking at verses 19 and 20 from the God's Word translation. And Esther is now queen. So let's listen to what's happened uh, what's happening now in this narrative. When the virgins were gathered a second time, Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate. Esther still had not revealed her family background or nationality as Mordecai had ordered her. Esther always did whatever Mordecai told her as she did when she was a child. Again, Esther chapter 2 verses 19 through 20 in the God's Word translation, which titles these last few verses from 19 through 23, Mordecai saves the king's life. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Esther, chapter 2, verses 19 and 20 in the God's Word translation. And in this section, Mordecai raises to prominence. And the commentaries are going to give some insights, but let's just listen to what the commentaries have to say. For an unknown reason, the Hebrew text notes that a group of virgins are once again gathered. Why this would occur after the king has already chosen a bride is unclear. And perhaps for this reason, the Greek translation, the Septuagint, omits the line entirely. So it omits the line that when the virgins were gathered a second time, Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate. But at all, the main thing is Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate. And this is important because in this section, not only is he going to rise to prominence, but as the subtitle tells us, he's going to save the king's life. So he's basically in a place where he gets to, uh, well, let me just read so you can, well, it'll be in tomorrow's (laughs) discussion, but. Mordecai is in a place where he can see and hear everything that's going on. Um, Let's see. Why Esther is with the virgins when she is no longer a virgin, because now she's the king's wife, she's the queen, is unknown. But since she is the queen and not a concubine, presumably she could do as she wishes and chose or chooses to spend time with the virgins who were probably her friends because they'd been together for a year, if not longer. 
the critical point of this passage is that Mordecai is present at the entrance of the king's compound and is free to roam about the compound as he wishes, indicating that he has an official role. Uh, um, Matthew Henry says he probably has the role of a porter or a doorkeeper. But let me continue reading because I'll get to that in just a second. This gives uh, Mordecai the ability to speak with Esther, although presumably he had to do so with a level of secrecy. Since she is the queen and since his relationship to her is still a secret, so no one knows of her heritage. Mordecai's location also gives him the opportunity to learn of a devious plot. And this is just the first of two things that uh, Mordecai is going to uncover. It is unclear how much time elapses between Esther becoming queen and the events that will happen that we'll share tomorrow. Because uh, Mordecai, again, is going to uncover a plot. He is probably a porter or a doorkeeper at the court. And the commentary, and this is from Matthew Henry, didn't know if he had this position before or whether he obtained it, uh, you know, because of favor and because of Esther, whether Esther obtained it for him. We don't know. We are not told. But there he sat contently and aimed no higher. And yet Esther, who was advanced to the throne, is observant of him, mainly because he's her cousin. He's probably her confidant. He's probably the person who still gives her advice. And she just, you know, keeps him close by. And we have friends like that, that we are observant of them and they are observant of us. They uh, tend to be just what we need in a time of need. This was evidence of an humble and grateful disposition uh, that she had a sense of her former kindness, of his former kindness, and his continued wisdom. And again, we thank God for friends who offers, offer us kindness and wisdom. We all need that in our lives. It is a great ornament to those that are advanced and much to their praise to remember their benefactors, to retain the impressions of their good education and uh, be willing to uh, be thankful for it. And we, again, we thank God for people he places, he places in our lives who can be there for us as that leaning post. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. As we study the book of Esther, it shows that the events in this book are not just happenstance. As, um, everything is by your divine providence. Even the fact that Mordecai um, probably encouraged Esther to go to the palace. The, the, uh, Esther won uh, the king's heart. And now Mordecai is at a place where he's able to keep an eye on his cousin. And he's able to uh, just uh, be at the king's gate every day. And God, again, nothing in this book is happenstance. We thank you that even though your name doesn't appear in the book, your hand is everywhere. 
because you're working behind the scenes and you're active in the book of Esther, just as you're active in our own lives. And we thank you. Thank you for your son who died for our, um, whose blood is, has washed away our sins. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your angels that are, you send, gave charge to protect us. Um, we pray for those who need you in a special way. God, you know what the needs are. The needs are many. I can't even begin to list them, but we also thank you in advance for answered prayers. In the name of Jesus, our Savior, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.